This is a HeadGum Podcast. Sorry. Hello, everybody. Hello. We're just going to wait like 90 more minutes so everybody think, can get in. I think yeah. there's like a... There's a, some people at the bar, I think, but these seats will all fill up, I think. Tim, how are you doing today? Um, hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tim. And I'm Tom. I did it because you usually do it, but then you... Yeah, but it's live, so anything can happen. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for coming out. Yeah, thank guys. you. We are at the, the North Door in Austin, Texas. Woo! <laughs> Living it up at South by Southwest, doing some digital marketing. Yeah! Search engine optimization. Give it up. Optimize those search engines, No, everybody. don't come down yet. Stay there. Don't ever eyes up here, everybody. <laughs> All right, let, yeah, let's start the show. Yeah, um, uh, we have a very special guest. Uh, you know him from uh, vinyl records. Yeah. S- uh, compact discs. Uh, if you're an audiophile, flack. Mm-hmm. But you also know him as a, a gregarious man who uh, spreads joy and was never once in a ska band in his life. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, a guy, Dan Deacon. I was coming down early because it's a long stairwell. (laughs) Thank you for playing Aerosmith. You know, you were right about the stools. Yeah, these we, are the worst. Yeah, but I think I'm all we, the way over here. But yeah, and we, and we didn't really anticipate like where we would sit, and like maybe the microphone shouldn't be up there. We didn't sell any tickets. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's still time. Guys, I swear to God, in the UK, we're a really big deal. Oh, it, it's unbelievable. None of you would have been able to the get hell is in. This? I'm much more comfortable now. I mean, I'm not, but I could turn this way. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's much better. This is going to be our most successful audio episode yet. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot that this is not a thing you see. No. What, do we have like an hour 45 left? (sighs) So, anyway, uh, the the topic we're talking about today is scams. Are you going to stay over there? I don't know. Are you going to stay down there? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. <laughs> I could sit in the... Not, I, I'd like being on this side of time. <clears throat> I need to be near my computer. This is your perfect ergonomic position right here. This is how you like to set up your the office. The golden triangle. This well, is, I meant like having a chair that's this the is same so exact boring. height Let's as the table. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Let's start over. Yeah. Hi, Dan. Hey. Oh, I thought we were going to go back up there. Thanks for, co- <laughs> Thanks for coming all the way to Austin for this. Oh, no problem. I was already here. Well, I mean, don't, don't tell them that. It makes it sound less impressive. Can yeah, I, was, I say I something before we get started? Now would be a good time, yeah. Um, I'm the fattest I've ever been. Me too. Me too. All right. But I've been, I've been <laughs> fat my whole life, so that, you know, it's kind of like I'm playing like the slow, steady game. Yeah, no, uh, Tim called you gregarious before, which is just like a euphemism. Yeah, I, I had to look it up. 
<laughs> I was going to say jolly. <laughs> And I was like, oh, that's actually... Yeah, thanks yeah. so much for coming, Dan. Yeah. No problem. Um, and, uh, and since I've gotten to Austin, I've, just, I've eaten like exclusively queso. Mm-hmm. And I need to leave... Walking over here, I saw like dots in my eyes. <laughs> and what, or what I'm you? just saying this in case like, I collapse or something. This isn't a joke. <laughs> like, just no. Like actually call the authorities. Have you ever seen that video of the guy, uh, the the magician who died on TV? <laughs> no. Did you catch that? The magician. <laughs> the, this magician died on TV, and everybody thought it was a trick. Yeah. And he was dead. Now a guy recently died at the Magic Castle. Yeah. Oh yeah. Talk about this. <laughs> he was found. Hold on, Tom's excitement about the guy dying at the Magic Castle is horrifying. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he was a magician, right? Mm-hmm. And they were like, "It's what? not a suicide, and it's not a homicide." But he was found hanging, and it wasn't a trick, right? Well, I assumed it was a trick, right? Right. Because he's a magician at the Magic Castle. Uh huh. But uh, apparently, he's like a card trick guy. Yeah. So there's not a that faking his own death magician. Yeah. It's just a mysterious thing that happened. Well, wasn't it though they found him hanging with his pants around his ankles? Like in a closet? And they were like, we think he might have been working on a new trick. Why would you... (laughs) I swear that's what they said. But why would you go to like a venue where you perform and just like, you know what I'll do? Uh, Autoerotic asphyxiation in the closet over there. Not in the privacy of my own home. Yeah, but if you're practicing like a dangerous trick, he probably thought like, oh, practice this at the Magic Castle. So if anything goes wrong, one of my good magician friends will, will come to my aid. I think a lot of people jerk off at work. Wait, you worked at Subway? I did. When did this happen? Uh, a couple weeks ago. No, um, in college, I worked at Rye Subs. They tried to call it Rye Subs as if they I'm going to turn it and face the audience. Yeah, please. <laughs> um, I keep trying to think that we're on Tom's couch, trying to recreate that Tom's couch kind of vibe. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I worked there in college for a couple of months. You had to touch all the meats? Was it... Uh, it was fascinating for about three days. Right? Like, like the training process. Yeah, the tuna be. comes and like, it looks like Walt Disney made it. And they're like, here's your gigantic tuna. And you're like, I've never seen so much tuna. This is amazing. And then it just becomes like a vicious hell. Wait, what do you uh, mean it looks like Walt Disney made oh, it? Oh, it's a gigantic vat of tuna. It no, lo- it's not like a, in the shape of a fish. <laughs> no, like no, no. a cartoon <laughs> happy fish. fish. I, don't know, I don't know if Walt Disney makes stuff big, but uh, it looked like if he did, it would be a classic big tuna by Walt Disney. All right. But um, I worked at, uh, I, I guess I jerked off at the hardware store. That was a slow job. <laughs> Did you, though? Yeah, yeah. Plus, the boss had all that porno hidden all over the store. So we're agreed we're not going to release this episode on the internet, right? I don't have any say in the matter, so. All right. Uh, we're going to do uh, the, the, the topic this week. <laughs> that's a, we're just Look ending. at this segue. <laughs> that's, just, that's just a hard end of segment. <laughs> Yeah, I want a clear edit point. So, yeah. like, ladies and gentlemen, welcome <laughs> Dan Deacon. <laughs> Thanks uh, for coming thank out you. and doing this, yeah. Dan. Yeah, hey, let's start the show. Yeah, let's start with the topic, The Complete Guide to Scams. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, we had you on to talk about scams, Dan, because you are the person who, um, number one, most often pulls scams. Thank you. And number two, uh, 
most does not need to pull scams. <laughs> also, thank you. <laughs> you pull scams just for like the love of pulling scams. It's fun. Yeah. To, yeah. Uh, when I got your email last night about um, the topic being scammed, scams, we were running a scam uh, at the Mohawk. Um, what is it? That's a bar? That's a bar. Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you for clarifying. I guess out of context, that makes no sense at all. <laughs> yeah. We're at this haircut and uh, <laughs> running these scams all over it. Um, we just, there was like a VIP section that was like one, like a... Did you masturbate in there too? No. And I hope, really hope... Tim, it's not going to make any sense with the edit now. <laughs> <laughs> I was Ladies really hoping, and I was gentlemen, really <laughs> Dan Deacon, welcome our... I'm not this wild masturbator. I just jerked off at work a couple of times. Oh, it's an eight-hour shift at a hardware store. So this week's episode, we have Tim and Tom. Um, and this, it wasn't like a remarkable scam or anything. We just had a wristband that we found, and we kept... Uh, they, they watched us find it, so we had to um, change clothes. Wait, wait, wait. Start over? <laughs> so last night, we were at this party, and... Um, there was like a, you know, a classic, you know, cast system of like, do you, can you get into the cool zone? Yeah, you, like, what, what color wristband do you? Are have? you on the, are you on the list? Are you on the list of the list? Um, How much do you know about a search engine optimization? Yeah, all about. It. I'll tell you about it once I get in the list. Um, so we're there, and there's this wristband. So we start putting it on, and they, they see the people doing the door see us do this. So we, we run away, and then. Um, <laughs> And then my, my great costume. Did they say anything to you? Or you they were no. They were too, they were about as far away as Nick is. And Nick is about. Nick, I, I, Nick is this guy. Over yeah, Nick's here, in the yeah. corner over there. Also, and he's not the guy who jerked off in the hardware store. Just no, that so. was his friend's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> who, who probably did. Name. I don't know. It's not like we high five going in and out doing fucking shifts or anything like that. Again, it was just like, what else are you going to do? This is before iPhones existed. There was no computer at work. It was just, anyway. Um, Thank God there was pornography hidden all over the store. No, but the pornography was repulsive. It almost, like, made it more difficult. You had to not think that it was hidden, like, right behind, like, the cabinet or something. Anyway, so So we find this wristband. We find this wristband, and um, my brilliant costume was uh, just taking off my glasses and hat and uh, tying my scarf around my neck. I thought that made me look like a filmmaker. This was a filmmaker's party. (laughs) So this is when I became David. I produced films. (laughs) And it worked. (laughs) They saw this dickhead in the glasses and hat. He's not getting it. No way. We're on him. scarf around his neck. But David rolls up, and they don't know what's going on. Uh, The scam worked really well for about five or six of us until it got really wrinkled. And then um, we had one friend who couldn't get in, so we put it in a book. And uh, he was still outside, so we had Wait, to... you're reusing a, a wristband? Sorry, I, I yeah, yeah, we would, with all the... That, that is the, um, the, the crux of the scam. Yeah, okay. Uh, we found a wristband to the right, area okay. that had open bar and yeah, free food, so right. we would go in and like get as many drinks as we could carry and then leave and then switch the wristband, swap clothes, right. and keep the process going again and again. Um. And then, uh, so we had one friend who couldn't get in at all. And we're like, oh, we'll give him this wristband. Let's they cut the line. Disguise. Well, he, would have been, he was completely unknown. He was a new face. He could just waltz right oh, in with yeah. the wristband. Um, except you get the wristband once you're already in. And we didn't know that. So we, like, put the wristband in this book. And we had to throw it over these cops to get it, like, far <laughs> enough. So we put it in the book. And we're all excited. And we're, like, high-fiving. And we're like, you ain't did it. Yes, yes. And then, like, a minute later, we just all look at our phones. It's like, didn't work. Not allowed in. <laughs> They're asking how I got this wristband. 
so then he eventually just goes back in line and waits in line for like an hour. And he has the wristband still. I don't know why they didn't take it away. And we're like, well, now that you're in, you can just go in, just waltz right up and get these drinks. And then the moment he did, they were like, where the fuck did you get this? Stay the fuck here. We're getting security. And um, it was did a, you it stay was, there? No, he left. It was a, tra- it was a tragic scans. ending. But Skedaddle. the DJ was started playing like Outcast and stuff, so we left. <laughs> no offense to Outcast, but you know, come on, it wasn't a wedding or anything. Odds are, <laughs> odds are, Outcast is probably here. You know, considering <laughs> how many people are here. Um, <laughs> I want to. I want to ask you about because th- there's a scam that I remember you pulling. Oh, I uh, thought you were. I, all right, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll keep interrupting you, but apologizing that I'm interrupting you constantly. It's good. Um, that I'm still not completely sure about the details. And this was in elementary school. And I'm you, so glad it wasn't like a one that I could actually go to jail for. <laughs> and you, uh, you sold Super Mario Brothers 3 to a teacher. <laughs> don't you don't this remember all. this? No. All right. I love how much of an effect that had on you, though, Tom. Because it was the strangest thing. So there was... <laughs> Which teacher? Mr. Nichols. Who so, the fuck was Mr. Nichols? I don't know. <laughs> Not I don't a know. guy, What right? grade is this? Yeah. No, listen. I don't know if he was necessarily a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> but he was always on the playground. Oh, I, I, am, I am starting to remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, like, not a gym coach, but, like, dr- he dressed like a gym coach. <laughs> there were a lot of, like, gym coach hangers on <laughs> was there like school. a Was there, like, an ambassador's child that went to our school? Because there were just, like, gigantic, muscled men just being like, yeah, I don't teach or do anything, but I'm just always here on the playground making sure that nothing bad happens. <laughs> you that was weird, was right? Diplomat I mean, son? I've never been to another uh, school, so maybe mm-hmm. that's... Maybe they just have people watch the children. Par for the course that they just have. Anybody here go to a, an elementary school where there are always muscle men hanging around <laughs> that were not employed by the school? Yeah, I think that was unique to us. Um, no, he was there to uh, to keep an eye on the the kid that had to wear a helmet all the time. Remember? I guess I never put two and two together that he was always <laughs> hanging out with him. <laughs> I just thought they were friends. Uh, yeah, because he had to make sure that the kid who wore the helmet like didn't hurt himself. I'm putting it together now, Tom. Yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> but we didn't... I sold this guy Super Mario 3? Yeah, it was the weirdest thing because How like did that deal get brokered. <laughs> that I'm really disappointed that you don't remember because That's was... also not a scam. <laughs> no, it's no, like I gave him like a stuff. fake box and I was like here's a painted wo- piece of wood that looks like Super Mario 3. No, it was a scam because you got mad at me because <laughs> All right, so it was a very weird situation. It was a scam because you got mad at me. <laughs> the I'll definition explain. of a scam. So there, there were, uh, we weren't really like friends with this kid, but we were like friends with the guy who kept an eye on him. Sure. Because the guy who kept an eye on him really liked video games, and we were like, yeah, Nintendo's great. You used to get Nintendo Power. No, once in a while. When I was Guys, a kid. this is <laughs> not interesting. <laughs> not, well, we haven't hung out in a while. We're just going to sort of catching yeah, up, cool. too. Thanks for coming to two hours of us catching up. <laughs> it's not my fault you guys don't have podcast friends you could have teamed up with and had to get me. <laughs> <laughs> so, we, uh, you sold him Super Mario Brothers 3 for $40. And that I, seems like a good deal. Y- not for him. And yeah, for me. And I pointed that out to him. I was like, you know, you oh, can I buy do remember this, this game now. for $50 I do remember this new. now. And you were like, shut the hell up. And I was like, you can buy this game new for like $10 more, Mr. Nichols. Also, I don't think you should be buying things from kids. 
The last part I don't agree with, but um, yeah, why did you do that? Because I thought, like... It's not my obligation to tell them all of the retail stores and what their prices are. <laughs> well, like I said... I'm this, just trying to sell Super Mario Brothers 3. This man was a friend of mine, and I wanted to look out for him. Wasn't I your friend, Tom? Uh, not, not better than Mr. Nichols. You also tried to lend me see, the same Super... You had, like, a bunch of Super Mario Brothers, and you somehow got it back from him, I think. I do think I, I do... And you, but you kept the money... I think you told him. I'm sure someone in the school was like, what are you doing? Give that kid his game back. <laughs> I feel like. And then asked me for the $40 back, and I probably spent it on like a Silver Surfer action figure or something like that. It's not like I had the money. I feel like you told him, uh, like, oh, no, uh, there was a misunderstanding. It was $40 to borrow it. And he was that, just that, like, that, like that, well, definitely. I can't, like, argue with this kid. I shouldn't have exchanged <laughs> money for anything with this child on the playground anyway. So I've really backed myself into a corner. Well, I'm very proud of myself for doing that, but I, I think a lot of that was your fantastical imagination, imagining me being like, and how am I going to scam $40 out of Mr. Nichols, a teacher I can barely even picture in my head right now? <laughs> you tried to lend me Super Mario Brothers 3, but you were like, if anything happens to it, you owe me uh, $50. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And I was like, no, I'll replace the game. You're like, nah, $50. <laughs> and but then I became real it. suspicious that you had, like, done, you had sabotaged the game. So something would happen, uh, and you would get that $50. That's called friendship, Tom. Yeah. I know people were laughing and stuff, but that was really boring, guys. <laughs> Tim, you have any good scams that you've... Uh... No, but hold on. That, uh, like, Mr. Nichols learned a, a hard lesson, right? Like, never do... Yeah, he's still in jail. ...commerce with a child. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hopefully he learned that lesson. Maybe. He, hold on. He got a fine fucking deal. He bought a used game for cheaper than he could have at the store. There's nothing wrong with he that. He could go to no. Funko Land and get that for $15. Funko Land didn't exist at the time. I was Funko Land. <laughs> and he didn't get a good deal because he had to give you All the right, game no, back. We're, That's we're not my problem. <laughs> anyway, Tim, you have any scams you've fallen for? or uh, I haven't. Uh, I don't fall. Oh, wow. For... It must be nice being so smart. One time I got a phone call when I was like two uh, years old. I doubt it. Are you trying to pull a scam on us right now? <laughs> um, and uh, I must have been like 14. Like my phone in my house rang and I picked it up and they were like, you want a cruise? I was like, bullshit and hung up. And then they like called back a second later. They're like, no, seriously, you want a cruise? So I gave them all my information but then uh, you, the fourteen-year-old, not like your family, wanted. right? I gave them our information, just like address and like I don't know, Social the name. Security number. I, I don't, you know. Um, and then I got scared and I did Star Sixty Nine. I called them back and I said, like, delete all that stuff. And they were like, okay. <laughs> I guess you guys tell us how about our story was really boring yeah, again, Tim. I guess so. <laughs> Tom, you're always looking to scam your friends. I feel like. I wonder where you learned that. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Do you remember when we, um, Tom and I were, uh, Tom was the vice president of the whatever class. We were. It was United for, States. It, it was years uh, running, right? I was the president then. That's what I said. What did I say? Vice president. Well, we all know how this really works. Um, <laughs> Tom was the president. I was the vice president. And, um, Is that why you have the shorter chair? That's why I have the shorter chair. Um, and remember the time that we had to decide who was going to volunteer to miss, like, two periods to, like, overview the 
uh, student ID making process. <laughs> yeah. And we just picked us for like three days straight. Uh, I can't believe they let any children oversee that. All we did was like draw on people's IDs and swap the photos and make fake IDs for everybody. But not fake IDs where you could... I, I, fake school IDs. Fake school IDs. Like, ooh, they're in ninth grade, really. <laughs> <laughs> You're not... <laughs> Your name's not Doug. It's Justin now. Uh, do you remember, though, that we broke the machine? Yeah. Because we were trying to laminate candy? <laughs> yes, I do. You can't laminate candy. The same mechanism that melts the plastic, like, really melts the candy. And then the machine stopped working. And, and that then very were... nice woman who was tolerating our complete <laughs> dickheadry was really upset. Can you imagine having to explain that to your boss? Like, yeah, I just let these two kids just uh, put candy right into the machine. <laughs> they, they, they seem to really enjoy uh, operating the machine. They have been doing it for three days, getting progressively more dangerous with what they were doing with it. We started with keys, which was, you know, uh, probably an outlier in the things that you can put through a laminator without damaging both the <laughs> yeah, laminator that, or the machine. That's really on the, on the line there. I'm surprised it took us that long to get to candy, though. We probably didn't have any candy, or we would have eaten it. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if she brought us the candy. <laughs> I, I think she did, because it was like old lady candy. <laughs> we'll show this asshole. Thanks for this candy, you old shit. We're going to give it back to her. We didn't like it. Here it is, laminate. Well, no, I thought, <laughs> that's what I, I thought it was going to be. We, I think we were like, oh, this will be funny. I still think it's really funny that we laminated the candy. Let's put it in the machine. Who knows? This thing could only cost yeah, like six or seven hundred dollars, right? She seems like she's really into like lamination humor. She, uh, you know, she, she has this machine. She'll appreciate. It. She'll appreciate it. Wait, was she there the whole time with you? Yeah, but what like, what the hell kind of job is it that you bring a lamination machine somewhere? Let somebody else run it while you just sit there. There was no reason for us to be there at all. Yeah, like Especially she was for in, three days. Yeah, she, like we were just doing, I think it, that was supposed to be 100% her job, and we just took it over, and she was like, oh, great. I remember another scam we ran. Uh, uh, our ska band had a show with, uh, we might have already talked about this, we are with a mustard plug that was the same day as the homecoming dance, and it was our job to sell tickets to the homecoming dance. Yeah. So we only sold them in between periods on the third floor, Rather than selling them like during every single lunch period, so we sold no tickets, so we had to cancel the dance so our band could play the show. That was a great show, too. I don't know if that's a scam as much as. Is that a scam? That's just being shitty that's to being your shitty. classmates. Well, the show was great, and Mustard Plug was great. I thought you were, you were like uh, trying to say that there was like competition between seeing the ska band Mustard Plug and going to Homecoming. No, we'd have to go because we were on. Student government. Student government, like, oversaw the event. Had to, like, hang up the decorations and stuff. There's a lot of pageantry and uh, (laughs) shaking hands. That's more more of corruption than it is a scam. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we were big on corruption, me and you. We were very corrupt. Uh, We we would, like, always volunteer to be uh, the people taking tickets at any events. Because you would have to buy tickets in advance. Because like, I, I think the actual reason was, well, if we sell tickets at the door, gang members could come. <laughs> gang members could just come buy tickets day of and come in. I don't know if there, anyone ever thought <laughs> no, that. Somebody <laughs> told me that. Um, <laughs> what gang members want to go to the debutante ball <laughs> at the Babylon High School? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we were like, out. we were like, oh, this is- and you think like not being able to buy tickets? They're like, fuck, we were gonna go in there and destroy this dance, but <laughs> we didn't get tickets in advance. 
God damn it. So we, we would always uh, volunteer to be the ticket takers, and then we would have to be the people that would have to turn away people who thought they could buy tickets at the door. So we were like, ah, this is really shitty for them. We should sell them tickets, but we'll get in trouble for doing that, so we should keep the money that we make. <laughs> It was a solid logic, and one I still stand by. We made, like, the one time we made, like... Shut the fuck up, Tom. What? <laughs> the statute of limitations. You don't know anything about law. Don't just throw around a word you hear on CSI or something. We made enough money that it would be a felony. I, yeah. don't, I, don't, I don't think uh, we made, embezzling money has a statute of limitations. We, we went up to... We made no money because that would be a terrible thing for us to do. We, we made whatever... Candy in the laminator machine. No one's going to come knocking on the door, but... We made up to a dollar less than whatever uh, you have to file charges. Cool. Good, good covering our bases there, Tom. <laughs> um, when I was, I, yeah, actually, I don't That know. was a good scam. That was maybe the most successful s- scam that we ran in high school. Yeah. Uh, we've gotten way better since, as evidenced by everybody here. Yeah. This, this, is, this is actually a very frustrating episode because I really want to talk about some scams, but I, I just... I would go to jail. <laughs> you, like, change, change some uh, details. I'll just say you did it. Yeah, say I did it. No, I, I can't risk it. I can't risk it. Well, I'm sorry. Glad, I'm sorry. I'm glad you I know this is like saying then. I have a, I, I'm literally saying I have a secret and I can't tell you. But I have a secret and I can't tell you. So it's like an ongoing scam. It involves Tim. <laughs> Does it? No, no, I wish it did. <laughs> Tim's the victim. <laughs> He spent the last 20 years thinking he's going on a free cruise soon. <laughs> um, I, have a, I have a list that I'd like to go over of some of the scams that I've pulled. Wow. And I don't think, any, I don't think I've ever discussed any of these scams. Okay. Brand new scams, everybody. Um, so I had the first idea to come up with a fart app for your phone that would make a fart sound. You're everyone's uncle right now. Yeah. <laughs> And they rejected it. Oh, like you Wait, made it. Wait, this is real? <laughs> yeah, I made it. Like as soon it wasn't just like, like late night at a bar talk. Like, you know what no. people want? Make fucking fart noises with their phones. What was I, the reason for the rejection? No farting. No <laughs> farting. That was the official email from Apple? Yeah, it just said no farting. It was, it was in the subject line. There wasn't even anything in the message. This is why if you were a droid user, you'd be a millionaire. Yeah. Well, I mean, and the reason why this is like kind of a scam was because I was working for Apple at the time. (laughs) So I I, uh, learned how to make an app, made the fart app. They rejected it. What was it called? uh, Fart, I think. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was called fart because, (laughs) because that was the other thing. I was thrilled. I was like, there's not an app just called fart yet. And if you search for fart, you're going to be like, oh, there it is, fart. That must be the official one. I, lo- I, I love the uh, usual suspects moment of you like laying in bed being like, oh, my God, it's all coming together. Yeah. And I was like, I need to learn how to program in Objective-C tomorrow so I can make this. They rejected it. Uh, Do you have that email? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, it, it, you know, it's. Probably not that fun to read. Well, does it say, like, your app fart app or your app fart? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, we're sorry to inform you we had to reject your app fart. See, I think that would actually be pretty funny to read. Um, so I changed it to a, uh, an app that just made a, a sad trombone sound. 
that just went wah, wah, wah. And I don't think I've ever uh, said anything. I made $10,000 off that. Ad. What? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's not a scam. Again, that's just commerce, Tom. <laughs> you just hate getting a good deal. <laughs> um, how, did, hold on, how did you market that one? Uh, I just called it, I called it fart. <laughs> Wait, their problem was the wasn't, problem wasn't with it being called fart. It was the sound. It was that it made a fart. Well, the sound of a fart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they were fine with it. So people, did anyone write back being like, oh, this is a trombone? <laughs> this, is, this isn't no, a fart? No, no, no. It was called sad trombone. So it wasn't called fart. <laughs> no. The fart. All right, moving on to the next scam. Uh, Hold on. When did, when did it teeter off? Why, what do you, why do you think sales dropped off? Uh, I mean, that's that's a. Are there any search engine optimization experts here? Seems like a scalable idea. Could you could you could have like had an in-app purchase of the trombone like going up? This is before in-app purchases. Mm. Oh, Tom, I know a scam that you pulled uh, along the same lines. You made another app. Yeah. That you claimed was like a private browser for iPhones. Yeah, this is before they had the private button. Right. So you like, I don't know. Somehow I programmed an app or yeah, something? I don't I, know that I, you're a, like yeah. a coder or anything. And you made it, and yeah. you were like, go do it. And like, did you make money off that app? Because you showed it to me, <laughs> and you had me download it on my phone, and you're like, now go to like a porno video. So I was like, okay, all right. And then you're like, all right, now close it out and go try to find it in uh, your search history. Like, uh-huh. it's not there. The porno video is gone. But then at random times when I just open an app this porno video would play. <laughs> like, the video would just play, like, if I turned on my phone to, like, check my email, pornography would play. Yeah. It was, like, a, it was a very bad bug. Like, a, like <laughs> the bug wasn't my fault. It was Apple's. Because there was, like, something wrong. The app shouldn't, like, they can't do that. <laughs> they can't play videos in other apps. Yeah. But this one could. Yeah, when you just, like, be like, oh, let me see what time it is. There'd be, like, yeah. the gross porn from the hardware store would play. <laughs> Well, and that's the other problem. I'd always show, uh, like, uh, I'd be like, well, to really prove this app works, let me find something, like, disgusting and then uh, show it off. Uh, Did you make money off that app? Because that's more of a scam than just building an app that people wanted and then they bought the app and you made money from it. I made, like, one or two thousand dollars off that app. (laughs) That app was uh, originally called Porno. And they didn't didn't like that one either. They were like, oh, the fart guy's back. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this new app called Porno. Uh, you got other scams on that list? That yeah. Played? Oh, I sold a... I, um, love, I love the idea of thinking about you writing this list last time. <laughs> I was out at a no, party. No, I've had that and list And I was for like, years. hey, Tom, what are you up to? I'm at this party. And he's like, I'm just writing out my note cards for tomorrow. Yeah. You scammed the library? What library? Isn't this second one here? When you, Tom was the first person I ever knew that had the internet. Oh, was, that wasn't a library. That was a different place. Well, uh, get into the second scam. Uh, it was, this was, yeah, I guess this was a scam. Um, well, I was like, the a internet little... sucked when Tom was into the internet. I'd go over to Tom's house and be like, "We can request songs on the radio without calling the radio." <laughs> As that, if we Tom, were ever been... into calling the radio and requesting songs. No, I there, don't. You remember there was that radio station I used to always call and request songs, and then I'd, yes. I'd like call you and I'd be like, "Hey, get a load of this. Put on ninety-four point five." You're not going to believe what you hear in 10 minutes. 
Yeah, I guess I remember you doing that. I was never like, wow, how'd you do it, Tom? But then they'd be like, oh, we don't have the version of Johnny Be Good that Marty McFly plays. <laughs> Son, we can't play that on the radio. Um, was pranking Value Vision all the time a scam? No, we, no that's a definitely a scam. Because, all right, so this is before any of us went through puberty, and we were obsessed with pranking this, like, home shopping uh, station, and we would pretend to be uh, little old women who lived in Washington, D.C., and our scam was... Yeah, because our voices hadn't dropped yet. Yeah, yeah. It was just, oh, yes. What? And we always, whatever was on TV, we bought for $300 less in Washington, D.C. And we'd try to get on the air, and as soon as we do, we'd be like, Dave Rasu sucks! Um, <laughs> and that was our scam. Yeah. I guess That's it not was, a scam. You didn't benefit at all from that. Well, we tricked them into getting us onto TV. Yeah, yeah. and imagine if his mother was watching uh, the Home Shopping Network at that time, <laughs> what she would think of him. I never thought the idea of Dave's mom watching that and hearing that her son sucks. Wow, this <laughs> word's really getting out that my son sucks. What, we got like another hour 15? Yeah, another Jesus. Hour. We're just going to wait till everybody else gets here and then we'll get started. <laughs> uh, I also sold a, a guide to fixing iPods online for a long time. This is, the topic is an entrepreneurship, Tom. <laughs> no, 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 you didn't let me explain... What, what, the, what the guide said to do. Uh, it was $10, and, you know, it was, you just told you, like, guaranteed to fix your iPod. Um, and what you had to do was just hit your iPod against a table if it wasn't working. Which, like, did work a lot of times. Wait, was it just, like, one sentence? Um, I think I put some pictures in there. <laughs> Of iPods. I was like, oh, these iPods, are the iPods yeah. you can do this with. Yeah. How much was this? $10. How much Where did you did sell you it? On the, <laughs> at Borders. Where do you think? On, on the internet. No, but, but in, in like the App Store or? No, no, no. This is pre-App Store. iPod days. Oh, iPod. I'm sorry. Yeah, iPod. Yeah, you could fix it that way. Yeah. It's a good deal. So it's not a scam. How much money do you make off that? That one I made like mm, probably like five thousand dollars over the years. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I can only talk about scams that have uh, that are done. We've <laughs> <laughs> always got a few kind of cranking, cranking away in the background. Do you have any failed scams um, that yeah. backfired and ended up costing you a lot of money or anything? Yeah. See all these empty seats. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, Tim would remember this. One time I bought an industrial laser from China. Like a really big fucking laser. What the fuck were you going to do with it? Engrave things. It, we were That's your intro to engraving? Not like starting with like a little piece of wood and a chisel, just going immediately to industrial laser? Yeah, because you, get, you can't get What's that. your... Why did you want to engrave anything? Exactly. What did you want to engrave? Uh, I was engraving phone cases. Uh, the problem, and again, this wasn't really like a scam, I guess. The problem was I was... I kind of got scammed by this because we were roommates at the time. Yeah. And, um, like, it spit out, like, a dangerous amount of exhaust. Well, see, and that's why I didn't know when I bought it from China. Right, but you just put it out into the living room, like, the, t- the exhaust tube. Because yeah. you're an well, asshole. Don't you also somewhere. need a license to no, own no. and operate one of those? <laughs> you, do, you 100% I remember do. you had to take like three weeks off work 
just to like go and sign for it at the bank or something. Like, oh, then, yeah, because like, I need to like wire money and then I need to like pick it up at customs and stuff. And then I got scammed on the other end when you when we like were moving out of that apartment. I must cut my goddamn finger off with that thing. Now I remember it too. And you just left, and you left like you took all your stuff except for the laser. Yeah, it was too which big. Which was like three hundred pounds or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. I could. It was move like, it. all right, Tim, you got the rest. All right, bye. And me and the landlord had to like drag this illegal Chinese laser out to the <laughs> the curb. Why'd you do that? Maybe the next tenants wanted it. Um, you really just left it? Yeah, it was heavy. Um, I hadn't used it in a while either because it wasn't until after I bought it and like made a bunch of cases and oh, stuff. You weren't engraving all the time, like nonstop. <laughs> your no, love of engraving cases oh, didn't God. just that your passion finally didn't just erupt inside of you. No, th- this industrial laser required like a lot of maintenance uh, that I was not <laughs> equipped to to deal with. Was it an engraving laser, or did you just? Yeah, find, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. I mean, you could cut things with it too. I told you, I almost cut my finger off with it. Um, but I also didn't realize, because I bought, like, the cheapest cases you could, that, like, when you laser those, that's, like, toxic as hell, that, that stuff going into the living room. Who would have thought? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was another one of my, uh, my scams that I can speak on record about. That's just a shitty business, Tom. <laughs> that's not a scam. What's, what's the scam you're pulling right now that you were talking about? What one? You said, like, oh, I have this scam I'm going to talk about. I don't remember. No, you said uh, that you couldn't talk about it. Probably. Yeah, I was trying. A lot of the scams were in college, and they were, like, very uh, in the line of our, like, uh, ticket-taking operations. I remember what you used to do with um, uh, Frisbees. Remember that? Frisbees in the freezer? Oh, yeah. This is a good trick. Um, (laughs) This is my friend Pete's trick, now that I know we can't say full names. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, uh, At Purchase College, for some reason, I don't know why I'm moving this, Um, you couldn't... uh, all the, the building was built like at the peak of like um, American riots in the seventies, and all the doors had like two inches underneath, so you could like um, smoke people out of their room, so they couldn't like wall up in a room. I don't know. This was all like lore, but um, <laughs> were they afraid of people having riots in the rooms? I think so, or like I, I don't know. But um, even the administration buildings were. I never, of course, I never did this, but um, this is just this is a good prank in general. It, it uh, you can piss <laughs> in a frisbee and then freeze it. And then slide it under a locked door. Well, and not then the frisbee. You pop. Oh, the, you pop the yeah. You pop the little piss frisbee out. <laughs> um, and then you slide it under the locked door. So then, when someone enters the room, they have no idea how someone got in the locked door and <laughs> took a piss right on the floor. They just—it's just, it's just this, this, mystery, it's just this mystery piss. Um, that is—that's more of a prank than a scam. Yeah. If I was selling, like, PDFs on how to do this, that would be a scam. (laughs) Tim, it's time for you to make your next move. I will not. You will, Tim. And when you do it, you're going to do it with Squarespace because, listen. All right, you sold me. I'm in. (laughs) Well, just in case anybody else isn't convinced Yeah, don't worry. We're good. Sold. Squarespace has beautiful award-winning designer templates where you can create a, a great website or online store. Very easily, you just use these templates, and you can customize them. So it's not like uh, it's going to look like every other uh, uh, Tom, Dick, and Harry's website, uh, uh, you know, around the block. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's an all-in-one platform. I don't know where you're going with that. All-in-one yeah. platform, so you don't have to install things or patch things or upgrade. And look, if you've got trouble, 
They have award-winning 24-hour customer support, so you can get help very easily. You can also uh, get a domain through them. You don't have to go to one of these other guys to get a domain. You go right through them. These guys, Squarespace, they're fully transparent and simple to set up with your domains. They're used by a wide variety of creatives, people, businesses, musicians, designers, artists, restaurants, and more. Start your free trial today at squarespace.com and enter our offer code GUY to get a 10% discount off your first purchase. Check them out. Squarespace, make your next move. What do you want to do now, Tim? Should we do another thing? Yeah. This, this, I don't know, one more. This, okay. oh. to, to keep the entrepreneurship. Um, well, it is South by Southwest. Ha- hashtag entrepreneur. Uh, hashtag search engine optimization. This is, a, this is a failed business that Tom and I tried to start. Um, there was no, if you ever heard of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they were quite popular when we were in second and third grade. And um, there was no uh, Technodrome toy. There was no big like toy. Like He-Man had like Castle Grayskull yeah, and yeah, Skull yeah. Mountain and all that shit. And um, I was like, the Ninja Turtles, are just, they can't just fight Shredder and Krang. And you were like, Dan, I'm, I'm thinking the same thing. So we spent like all the, we had like multiple car washes and like fundraisers and returned cans. And we went to uh, the craft store. We bought this gigantic, um, I think it was like 40 bucks, like a gigantic like foam, a foam. Yeah. foam ball. Like, and we were going to spray paint it silver. And it was going to look fucking awesome. We were going to sell them for $50 each, $20 profit, 10 to me, probably 15 to me, 5 to Tom. <laughs> And the moment we, we got the spray paint out and we're, we just spray it and spray paint just immediately disintegrates foam. It just turned <laughs> yeah. into a... It just ate it. Just ate a line right out of it. And it just, we just, it just sucked. Yeah. We told the people at the store what we were doing. They scammed us. They, we were like, yeah, we're going to build toys out of this and we're going to sell them. We're going to spray it because we talked like this when we were little kids. <laughs> we, were, right. we were constantly drunk. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to make a techno drone out of this, you idiots. <laughs> And then guess what? We're going to sell them. <laughs> Your mom's not even going to have to drive you to a toy store to get. You'll be able to get it right from most of the playground. I think about that. Mr. Nichols had pre-ordered one. Yeah, he did. <laughs> it was, it, he actually suggested the spray paint. Yeah. If we just covered it in t- I mean, can you imagine? It probably, like, saved our lives that we didn't show up to school with these, like, completely shit-looking technodromes at, like, a table in the front being like, Oh, I'd like to buy a $50 technodrome. <laughs> I like that you explained what the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were, but then started saying Technodrome a lot, <laughs> as if we all know what that is. The Technodrome was some sort of land slash Okay, we do have another segment to get the to. Bad, it was where the bad men lived. Should we do... They just had different motivations. Oh, sorry. Uh, Shredder and Krang? Yeah. They did, their motivations were to make turtle soup and eat the Ninja Turtles. That's definitely not what their motivations were. Don't you remember him saying, tonight I dine on turtle soup? He was talking about them. I think that was more of like a metaphor for like taking down the turtles. No, he was like a real creep. He was like a, it was like a sexual thing. <laughs> okay. I think I watched the Ninja Turtles through a different lens. I don't know. I might have been too close to that when we were spraying the techno drum. Tim is in living hell right now. <laughs> hey, thanks for HeadGum for uh, putting this all together. I'm yeah. sure they're thrilled right now. Yeah. Uh, should we do this one, or do you want to just skip this one? It's Might up to well. you. Oh, it's up there. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Uh, this is a segment that I forgot to put music in for. Uh, it's called The Mundane Bucket List, and uh, the two people who have ever heard the show that are here are going nuts right now. Should we do this or should we skip it? What would do you, you, sk- what would well, you skip talk it about it for a few minutes and then skip it? <laughs> That's not skipping it. <laughs> uh, let's talk about it. Uh, so, Mundane Bucket List. Uh, what were some of the ones? It's an ongoing concern. It's, an, it's a bucket list, but of mundane things you want to do before you die. One was I wanted to order a kosher meal on a, an airplane. Yeah. You have no dietary needs for a kosher meal. You no. just want to see what all the buzz is about. Yeah. I want to pet a service dog. <laughs> that, like, Something you're not, you're not allowed to. to do. Yeah, but like how bad could one guy petting it one time be? Yeah. Well, and your, your argument is that you think all service dogs think that they're bad dogs because nobody pets them. Yeah, they, get to, they should get to have some fun, huh. some affection, right? Yeah, after all that service. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Someone pets those dogs. It's not like they like, get locked in a chamber. It's not like that creepy thing in X-Men 2 where they get brought to like, the, wherever they go in X-Men 2. Um, yeah, but could you imagine if you, like, they, if you had to wear a sign that said, like, don't smile at me, right? And it's just like, no, but when you get home, one person's going to smile at you a lot. <laughs> Are you going around petting every other fucking dog without a sign? Like, what's the big deal? Pet the dog. Not I'm not me. trying it's to take this dog. away from you. I just think those dogs are doing all right. Yeah, I don't know. Um, They're on the clock 24 hours a day. That's tough. That's a tough all right, well, thing. since I didn't have one of these, I'll piggyback off it. I want to start putting those signs on non-service dogs. <laughs> Getting dogs no, that see, could be scam. pet, not pet. <laughs> Petted, not petted? Pet. I want to make the dogs wear a sign so they do not get petted. I want to make a sign where the dogs do so not get So that no pet. one pets the dogs. No one pets the dogs. Except for their rightful petter. So it would just say, it'd be a sign that said, service dog? Yes, it, it's, it would just say, do not pet this dog. <laughs> <laughs> just for unknown reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I have, I have a few, but, uh, one of them that I was going to say was, um, uh, I've always wanted to pull a fire alarm. Yeah. But then I remember I did pull a fire alarm once and it made things way worse. (laughs) Tom, was there a fire? No, there was a tornado. (laughs) And I pulled the fire alarm and everybody ran outside. I was just so blinded by the, like, like, it's an emergency, I'm allowed to. And I was like, oh, no. And there's not a way to, like, there's not a reverse fire alarm right next to it that he can pull that's like, just kidding. Don't get back inside. I've never pulled a fire alarm. You should do it. It's fun. Uh, But one of my other ones was... um, how mundane can we get here? <laughs> you tell me. Go. I'd like to um, redeem my regal rewards points. <laughs> Wait, you signed up for the movie theater rewards point system? Yeah, and Tim, let me tell you, boy, have I got a lot of points right now. <laughs> like a lot. I could get like one of the big things. What are the things? Yeah, what do you mean? Uh, I almost got this like uh, Suicide Squad hat. See, that's the thing. And they're, you dare call this mundane? <laughs> they're pulling a scam because all the, like, real high-ticket items sold out as soon as you get on the page. 
Doesn't matter how early in the morning you wake what up. What are you check. longing for on that page? Well, that's the oh, other. if only this fucking Hulk 2 backpack was still available. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That's what I, I got Tim a Sully hat for the movie Sully. That's really nice of you. But it I is the greatest it. gift I've ever gotten. I had to buy it from eBay like a fucking asshole uh, because it was sold out. And some other jerk, he's like, <laughs> $20. So, so you actually like, did business face-to-face with your nemesis. In, I mean, it wasn't face-to-face. It was over the internet. That's but yeah, I was like, really mad. Uh, I should have asked him, like, yeah, what, what's the deal, man? How do you get the regal rewards? Uh, how, do you, how do you redeem them so early, man? You got like a script that checks the page? <laughs> You should sell PDFs on how to get those. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's you know what. It, now it's at the point where I have so many regal rewards points. Not how, many, how many are we talking here? <laughs> I mean, you don't know how they get redeemed. I don't know any. Dan, <laughs> you, you wouldn't understand. Is it like fucking Bitcoin member. where you don't can get that. fractions of regal reward points? Or no, you can only get one. But they're like. You need a lot. I, all right. Like you only on. get one, you mean they're integer values? Yes. Because <laughs> you can only get one. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about that time. <laughs> you either have zero or one. Um, all right. You know, I don't, I don't, again, I'm not trying to brag here, but I think I have like 87,000 real rewards. <laughs> what the fuck are Whoa, you talking about? Whoa, somebody start clapping? That was, the, that was the right instinct. Don't support this. <laughs> But now... You're an odd 35-year-old man, Tom. Now I can get, like, uh, again, not to brag, I can get almost anything on the Regal Rewards store <laughs> that my heart desires. That you have access to if you could get there in time. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. That goes without saying. But, um, but then I'm like, ah, I don't know. There are some hot movies coming up, and maybe they're going to, like, really come up with, like, a big-ticket item. Can you use them to go to movies? Why would you do that? <laughs> Tim, if you, or Dan. I have a bunch of Amtrak points. I'm not buying, like, choo-choo hats or anything like that. Yeah, but if I use them to go to a movie, then I'm not going to get any points for going to that movie. You do raise a valid, valid yeah. point. Then you see the problem? Uh, so You're yeah. going to get Mar- Marlboro dollared or bucks out of this. They're going to get rid of this fucking rewards program, and they you're going to be. They still have that? No, no, that's oh. the problem. People had, like, millions of dollars in this fictitious currency, and then all of a sudden they were like, yeah, we're not going to make those jackets anymore because it's <laughs> fucking illegal. Um, they made, like, canoes. You could get, like, a Marlboro canoe. This is what you're holding out for. You want a Suicide Squad canoe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of thinking, well, at this point, I'm going to have to wait for Suicide Squad, too. <laughs> They're not going to make I'm going to have to wait for Suicide Squad canoe. <laughs> They're not going to start making new merch for old movies. Tim is literally just browsing the internet right now. <laughs> there, there's a lot of Kong Skull Island merchandise available right now. What's the biggest ticket item? I'm trying to look. Uh, there's nine pages. What are some each of the... with about 35 different prizes. $35,000 credit. Uh, 35,000 credits gets you a Kong Skull Island Funko Pop figure. It's not bad. Thirty-five thousand. That's that's half that's one thirty. Your fucking shit. <laughs> Look. Also, there's not like a very clear uh, rewards point to dollars exchange. I bet there's an exact you know ratio that they use to calculate the amount of points they. No, give you. because I think they go by like you know what's hot. What do people want? What do you think? Oh, I'm saying you're saying for the products. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were saying like yeah. Sometimes I get like seventy thousand reward point. I don't know why. Sometimes I only get one. Uh, what Not else? to go too far down the rabbit hole here, but you can get 
actual Wolverine claws for 350,000 credits. Can we take wow. a break? <laughs> I remember how I found that, that toy iguana I keep texting you. Um, is uh, I was on the... There, si- there's actually no further need for explanation. <laughs> I texted Tom a link to this uh, link on Amazon with this really cool toy iguana. Um, but that was because I was on Amazon searching for these Sobe socks for the soft drink Sobe, uh, which you were another early adopter of. Um, yeah, and man, I w- pina colada Sobe. You went to an event where like Sobe got dropped out of a helicopter or something, right? What? No, I didn't. You definitely made up some bullshit story <laughs> saying that you went down to like the millionaire airfield in Farmingdale and they were like, yeah, they're unveiling this new soda. I heard about it on the radio or got a Linksys email and before the internet had pictures or anything. And you're like, yeah, there's this new soda called Sobe. And I went to like the grand unveiling at the airport and they gave me a bunch of it. <laughs> this is slander. I've never said <laughs> this happened. No. You had the Sobe. You had tons of Sobe. So there was no other explanation for how. I think <laughs> Look, your fantastical story was magic to me, and I loved just it. Bought it at the store. I envisioned and I, and you. I told like, you this bullshit. It was awesome. I I tell people all the time about this story. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Sobe used to do these awesome events. Cause you know, like Red Bull does all that. I don't know if they're sponsoring us or anything. They do all that, like you know, bullshit. Um, I was like, I wonder what Sobe. I wonder if Sobe still does those cool things that Tom went to. But I guess they never did those things. I mean, they might have, but I didn't go. Is there like a Sobe house here at South by Southwest? Well, yeah, I hope so. Do you think people make fake branding? Like, could we just get a tent and put like a Sobe sign on and put a bunch of free Sobe in there and see if people like it and have a good time? <laughs> you yeah. want to buy a bunch of Sobe, yeah, I, I guess. I think Sobe would have a problem with it if you want to <laughs> buy a bunch of their product and give it to people. I think they would. I think they'd be like, please stop doing this. Why are you doing this? Like we, we've been trying to dispel these uh, ideas that we do, these radical uh, marketing events for years. Well, I really liked Marley's Mellow Mood. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the drink by the lack of woos when I said it. I'm guessing no one likes Marley's Mellow Mood. Um, it's like a reverse energy drink, I guess like a sedative drink. Um, and uh, it, was, it wasn't very popular, but I really, and it also tasted delicious. Um, so I bought 80 bucks of it and just let, and I was like, anyone who want, wants this, I'm going to leave it here. But eighty dollars of it is mine, and they can just come in and take it. And uh, the, the wait, where was it? Was it just like left was, in the desert somewhere? No, or? no, no. It was in the <laughs> convenience store. I bought one, and then I was like, I was like, are you <laughs> like I've got the next eighty guys? I, come got, the to buy this. I got the next. Well, it wasn't like an integer value. That's why I fucked it up. Um, <laughs> uh, is that why you were asking about integers before? <laughs> uh, that made me wait, think. Wait, you it. just bought out the stock of. A soft drink and left it at a convenience store. And I was like, if I come back in, I'll just take it. And uh, but if anyone else wants it, they can have it too. It's like first come, first serve. <laughs> Do you well, think they? They must no, because they changed shifts like an hour later. <laughs> I went back in and just I guess to that person just stole one. Very like, thanks, I got it. See you in a minute. And just kept coming back in and taking these. And <laughs> I bet I bet also that guy at the convenience store was like, I think you're misunderstanding how much I give a shit about my job. <laughs> I'm going to be like, all right, let me get a notepad. Write this down. If you want some, you can come back and get it. If anybody else who wants no, it, No, this guy, have- he owned the store, and he, he was saying how he couldn't stock it anymore. And I was like, I really stand behind this beverage. I think Marley's Melamood is really great. I'll buy the rest of them. This way people can come in, and it'll be like a free sample, and that'll get them hooked, and then you'll keep it stocked. <laughs> it didn't work. Wow. Was it Bob Marley? Yeah, Bob Marley's Mellow Mood. Was it marijuana juice? 
No, it was just had like um, like Valerian and like uh, I don't know sleepy time stuff. <laughs> Sounds neat. I used to be very stressed out. Well, you should have kept all that Marley's. We're really talking in a somber tone now. Yeah. Well, it got serious. You really didn't go to that airfield and get all that Sobe? No. I've never heard that before in my life. Dude. I did not tell you that. You told me that they fucking like landed a goddamn helicopter and dudes came down on ropes and they were giving out these non-alcoholic pina colada drinks with those fucking dual lizards on them. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. I got to start listening to the radio and using this library terminal internet like Tom does. <laughs> it doesn't even sound like, uh, like it doesn't fit with their brand. But anyway, um, Tim, do you have a mundane bucket list item? Um, I'd like to order fajitas at a restaurant. I've never had the confidence to. Why? It's, why? It sizzles real loud. Everybody looks at you. Are you afraid of touching it? Because it, it could no, be hot. I, I can. Because they tell you the plate's hot. Yeah, sir. I know. I, I know not to touch a hot plate. Though. It's more the the attention that it brings. Yeah, I don't like people being like, "Who's this asshole?" Like, they they all who's follow they all follow all... the sizzling plate across the restaurant. Who, who's this asshole going all out? Um, Wait, have, you, so you had this, you're basically just saying you have a hatred for fajita orderers. No, I wish I could be one myself. I wish I could be as shameless as a. But then, why do you order. think when fajitas come out, everyone's like, "Great, what the fuck? Who's the big shot?" <laughs> you, th- you think that's going down now? Like, oh, fajitas. Hmm. Do you think other people are like, "God damn it! I was having a nice dinner before all that noise, all that racket." I don't like people. It's my knowing. wife and I's anniversary. <laughs> I think it comes down to I don't like people knowing. Uh, what I'm eating, or like, I don't like to. What? Do, I don't like. Do you ever call ahead to a store to see, like, a bookstore and be like, do you have this book? And then go get it? Because I won't do that. Because I don't want them to be like, uh, you're the guy who called about that. No, book. I feel that. I, I, right? Yeah, yeah. Don't be that guy. Yeah, I don't want anybody to know my fucking business. <laughs> so I'll order the quietest meal on the menu. Soup? No, soup's pretty no, nice. What's the quietest meal on a menu? Pudding. That's all slopping around. Yeah. Bread. Bread. Uncooked bread. Yeah, not toasted. Soft bread. Soft, uh, soggy that's bread. That's still cooked bread, Tom. <laughs> uncooked bread's called dough. Yeah, don't get dough. Um, have you, wait, before, you're trying to skip past all this. Yeah, have you ever, all this gold. Have you ever considered um, ordering fajitas and telling them, like, but, you know, like, give it a few minutes before well, you bring it Well, then why would I have the fajitas? Like, they're still good, but there's not, not as si- good. Because they, they, they want the sizzle. They're like, all I know, right. I know what we're doing for lunch. Let's get them out sizzling. Yeah. We're getting fajitas. Cross well, it I'm going to get fajitas. I suppose I could negotiate, like, would you hold them in the back end until they're not sizzling anymore and then knock, like, 20% off the price? Wait, why? Because <laughs> then that way, like... Because, like, why am I going to get old fajitas, right, without... They're 20 old. seconds old. Old fajitas. They don't sizzle very long. Like, they have to make an effort to get them sizzling before they bring you them out. You don't know that. I do know that. I've ordered fajitas. <laughs> I'm a confident man. And, I, and I've had... They stop sizzling because I've asked them, like, is there any way you can, like, keep the sizzle going? 
Like bring out another uh, hot plate, yeah. and I can. So everybody oh, will stand up and cheer for the man, <laughs> the brave man who ordered the fajitas. Yeah. Do you have any uh, any mundane bucket list items? I stopped reading the email when it said the scams. I forgot about this part. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll try to think of some. The Indian vegetarian meal on a flight's quite good, though. You should try that. Mm. Just just pro tip right there. I always get the Indian vegetarian meal on a flight. Let's do this. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the theme song to this segment. I'm sure everyone else in the audience knows this, but these chairs are very uncomfortable. I'm going back to the store. I noticed. Hi, welcome to Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems. My name is Tim. I'm Tom. I'm sorry, do you guys not talk over the music part of that? Yeah, it's... It, it, I'm sorry, do you want to do it again? <laughs> Takes a second to get going, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim and Tom solve your problems. But first, Dan is losing his mind. Don't read my notes. <laughs> Just imagine finding this on the ground. <laughs> Wait, read it verbatim. <laughs> no, I'm just going to read the last one. I just love the idea of you alone in a bar. It just says, order a shot, drink it, and say, again. I, I wish it didn't say mundane bucket list, and then you could just like, you should definitely. <laughs> it just looked like a to-do. It's just a weird. The, the, uh, all, right. <laughs> all right, I will read it from the top. Redeem Regal Rewards points. Two slam dunk. <laughs> I had I had a depressing slam dunk realization that I'll never slam dunk a basketball like ever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I knew that. There's pretty still much time. The moment Mark I saw Cuban basketball. taught himself to do it. Yeah, but no, he's, a, he's a billionaire. Yeah, it's true. Uh, pull a fire alarm, did this once, um, made things worse. This one is one I wasn't expecting. Light a fart, mine or others. <laughs> that, that's, the, that's the part of this that I, I like about mine, but I would settle for others. I've never even seen it happen. I would settle for just seeing a, a, a somebody light a fart. I'm not sure if it's a movie thing or not. A movie. You think that's like a made-up thing, like how binoculars don't look like that, but they just keep putting them in movies? <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, I think you can light a fart. Um, but I love the idea of you ordering a shot, drinking it, and saying again. I j- and I just love the idea of you writing this list, like laying in bed like on your belly and your feet are in the air, and you're like, oh, yeah. this is... While Tim was at parties, I was doing this. Okay. Hello and welcome to Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems. I'm Tim. Tom. I'm Dan. And we're going to solve your problems. We have a problem from somebody here. Um, it's a drugs problem. Am I allowed to say your name? It's from uh, Wes. Uh, Wes, uh, come on up. Let's hear it for Wes. Oh, there is a stool. Let's surround them now. Yeah. Let's gang up. Good. These stools are... Nightmare. All right, they're not that bad. <laughs> oh, I think we were going to stand right behind them. We yeah, said surround. 
sit back down. Can I read this verbatim? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Dear Tim and Tom, I've got a bit of a problem maybe you can help me out with. My wife and I are in our early 30s. I've never smoked pot or taken any illegal drug, but my wife and our mutual f- best friend... You, you and your wife have the same best friend? Yeah, he introduced us. Huh. To drugs? <laughs> uh, my wife and our mutual best friend tried it for the first time last year. She's only smoked a few times, but now they're both trying to pres- peer pressure me into doing it too. I have no objection to marijuana, and I don't care if she smokes it every once in a while, but I have no interest in trying it. I know the reason they want me to do it is because I'm always the sober person in the group. Like I said, I've never done any drugs. I don't even like to take prescription medicine. I'm with you. Plus, I'm allergic to alcohol, so I can't drink. Uh, They just want uh, me to make a fool of myself for their enjoyment. That's not paranoia. That's literally what they told me. (laughs) The only time they've ever seen me inebriated was after I got my wisdom teeth out, and I was coming off the anesthesia, and apparently it was hilarious. Yeah, we've all seen David goes to the dentist. I hate that. Every goddamn week, there's another video on uh, America's Funniest Home Videos. <laughs> of First somebody, off, what? It's, it's America's Funniest Videos now. Like, Grandpa. You fucking know. <laughs> Tim, you have to sit back down if I have to sit in this fucking chair. To be honest, I like being the sober person driving people home. Cool. I don't feel you can left. hang out the rest of the night. <laughs> that, that's Tom's uh, new character, cool guy, Tom. <laughs> yeah, man. Cool, bro. you can drive me home. Yeah, so I'm going to get tanked. <laughs> I, I don't feel left out not drinking or smoking, and I don't feel the need to take the edge off with anything, but my elementary school dare officer never told me the person I would have to, quote, just say no to would be my wife. <laughs> what should I do? Wes. That's weird that they they told me that. They were like, one day you might have to say no to your wife. That was a scam I pulled. Do you know about this scam? When your wife said no to you? No, no, no. Uh, I cheated on the dare quiz. Oh, I do remember that. Everyone was fucking pissed. (laughs) Yeah, because they sent me to like a championship. (laughs) Because I cheated. And then I won the championship. And I got a bag and everything, and I was like, <laughs> they don't know. Wes, we'll get back to you in a second. But um, Simo, this is reverse cheating. Uh, we had a pop quiz, and uh, John Bardo, god damn it. <laughs> John Bardo killed a man. <laughs> he just killed him dead. Uh, he was going to, like, get held back if he failed another math test, so uh, he asked if we could switch. So we switched, and then it ended up being like a not like a graded test. It was like an evaluation to see if you would be on like the math team, uh-huh. or like a, and go to this like go to math competitions. <laughs> and then he had to do it, and they thought he was like a savant because he failed everything else, but was good at this high level yeah, math. Yeah, like a high level math that you guys never learn. And like he was just like that was that was the worst. Every Wednesday I had to drive like four hours to Comac and just butcher these math tests and they kept trying harder and harder math because they thought it just wasn't challenging me. <laughs> anyway, um, why not just try smoking weed just by yourself? Then we don't have to don't worry about Don't give them the satisfaction. Yeah. I mean, I think weed's bullshit. Um, no offense to weed. Um, or to, weed to, is here tonight. Or to Bar- Marley's uh, relaxing I love drink. something being in my brain and knowing that like now it's partially controlling my thoughts. 
Like, uh, what? like coffee or sugar or anything. Like oh, that, yeah, yeah. It's in my blood and it gets in my brain. And I'm thinking differently and my whole you know, consciousness is a little different. Um, I love that. But I just I don't enjoy marijuana in any capacity. It's the only it's just it's just like having like another me and somebody being like shut up, shut up, just shut the fuck up. And then my mouth is just like I'll just say fucking anything you can fucking just just pour out of your fucking garbage mouth. Um, so I can understand the desire to not do that. But um, why not just get a little high in the basement? Don't tell anybody. <laughs> is is this your wife here? Yes. There she is, police. <laughs> get her. Because that's how I, I used to not drink or smoke or anything, and then um, I was just real bored, and I was like, "Oh, I can just, I can just drink." And then I was like, "Oh, my first foray into drinking is the thing they define alcoholism with. I'm just drinking alone." <laughs> um, and then I stole a bike and realized I was like operating a vehicle and stealing bikes, and it was a downward spiral. Wait, spot you from stole there. a bike the first time you drank? Well, I didn't think it was stealing. I saw a bike and I was like, "Oh, I'll ride this bike around." And then like. <laughs> A little bit later, I was like, oh, I just took this bike. I wonder who's bike. It was at college. I brought the bike back, but it, it was definitely bike theft. Um, so what could go wrong? Just get high. I also would suggest microdosing mushrooms instead of taking uh, any marijuana. Just take mushrooms when everyone else is just smoking weed. You'll have a great time. <laughs> just a microdose, though, like one-twelfth of one-eighth. Just know, Wes, that Dan, like, didn't know this question beforehand. He had this, like, soliloquy all <laughs> off the top of his head. That's great. I appreciate the uh, the input. I know you really wanted to hear from Tim and Tom, and I'm you know I'm not even on the show. I, no, I, I you know what? It was very entertaining, and I'll definitely take it into consideration. They've also my wife and our friend Sean. They've also talked about doing mushrooms as well, and so that's that's a possibility. Again, not really interested, but I would love to see them do it. For well, anyone who didn't see, Dan just made a gesture that said, "Come buy mushrooms off of me <laughs> after the show." Wait, so is this friend a drugs person? No, it was his first time. <laughs> Smoking weed also. does not make one a drugs person. <laughs> this dare test really rubbed up on you. <laughs> so how many how many drugs people would you say you have in your life? Yeah. <laughs> drugs people. I have zero drugs people in my life. I have some friends that occasionally smoke pot. No, that's a drugs person. Somebody who 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 you smoke pot once, you're a drugs person. Is there, are you worried about going into that category? I don't want to be a drugs person. Smart man. I'm not a drugs person. Listen, we don't want you to be a drugs person either. That's why we brought you up on stage <laughs> to tell you just say no. I appreciate that. Uh, to be perfectly honest, I was about 90% certain you were just going to say, just smoke weed. It's fine. Just do it. Well, you thought we were bad guys? <laughs> I thought your advice might be bad. Well, Dan's was. <laughs> I stand by my advice. Do drugs alone in your basement. <laughs> yeah, I guess that was like, <laughs> yeah, that's a horrible way to like first experience like. Why? Why? Because it can make you like paranoid and everything to begin with, and then you're just gonna do it alone. I'm not doing. It. I just thought maybe he'd have a fun time doing it. <laughs> Plus, we don't really have basements in Texas, at least not here. Got to dig a hole. I don't have a basement, so. Why? Why do we not have basements? Yeah. Uh, I think because the water table is very high. Oh, that's just shit they tell you. Nobody knows where the water table is. How would they even know? You looking at me? Yeah. <laughs> you want me to back you up on this garbage? You can answer that. Digging. By digging. Oh, they're going to dig everywhere? You when think they're they building they a new house. Do you drink house? coffee? Uh, I'm not no, trying to be like, I, coffee's a drug. <laughs> no, I <laughs> got fine. you there, Buster. You're already a drug <laughs> Drug person. <laughs> no, I don't drink coffee, but it's because I don't like it. 
I don't like the way it tastes. So yeah. is there anything, like, because I don't like taking, like, NyQuil, because I don't like anything that, like, uh, makes me feel weird. Um, and so I'm not a drugs person at all. Um, and I feel you on the, uh, the, the, like, even prescription or, like, over-the-counter drugs. Even just one time, man. I don't even like uh, Advil. It's like, I, mean, I need a pill to you make think me feel better. <laughs> you think Advil doesn't work. You think nothing. I think that's uh, it's, it's sugar pills. You it's think, proven. It's proven. It you think work. either nothing works or, like, you're going to be a junkie for the rest of your life. Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, if you don't have... Why did you... I, I, I look and like now you decision. say something. <laughs> Come on, jump in. <laughs> so you're not interested in any capacity? I'm sorry, I'm what? You're not interested in getting high in any capacity. Like, if they were, like, no. eating little bits of shit, it's not like, well, I should try eating a little bit of shit. No, no. Um, no, they talked about... Uh, my friend really wants to get, like, brownies. Uh, to be honest, like... The don't biggest... fucking do... Are you fucking crazy? <laughs> That's like saying, oh, I'm thinking about getting into uh, extreme sports, so I'm going to be the guy who jumps out of the plane from space. <laughs> Don't fucking eat the goddamn brownies. That's crazy. Uh, okay, well, here, so the thing is, like, I don't know. I've never done it. The I, thing is, they're be, just regular brownies. Just, yeah. <laughs> I just wanted some brownies. No, I... Uh, a big part of it is that I just don't want to smoke anything. Like, I grew up around smokers, and I have bad lungs because of it, and I, I, I just don't like smoking in general. Yeah, so yeah. I'm not super against, like trying pot, but I wouldn't want to smoke it. What about needles? You good with needles? That's <laughs> fine. You should go to the, one of the legal weed stores in Colorado. Because then you, you could go in and be like, like right now the buying weed is the, like imagine going to an alcohol store and being like, you got any uh, stuff that'll get me drunk? Like, well, I got some clear stuff that'll get you real drunk and I got some stuff over here that'll, that'll, that'll get you drunk. That'll get you drunk. <laughs> So, like, the, my problem with weed is I have, like, one tiny hit off of something, and then all of a sudden I'm like, i got to watch all those 9-11 Truther videos again. <laughs> um, so, and edibles are just, like, I don't know. I'd rather just, like, find my own corpse in my bed coming home than, like, eat edibles. <laughs> this would be a fucking nightmare. <laughs> so just try it. Do it by yourself. <laughs> I have a message for uh, all the young people Mrs. Out there. West. Emily. Emily drugs. That's one more Red. clue, coppers. <laughs> <laughs> um, nobody likes to be told, like, uh, no, no, you'll she like it. She just tried it the first time herself. She's not like a pusher. And to be honest, the only times that she's done it, she just passed out. She just fell asleep. So I don't, there's no, there's, that doesn't make me feel like oh, I should definitely how do many, this. How many weed the- smokings are we talking about here? Like more than five? Four? Less than five. So we're on four now. Less yeah. than four? That you know about. <laughs> that I, yes, that I know about. <laughs> just, I don't know. So like once every home. two weeks? No, well, less than that. Well, didn't you say like a couple months ago when we were talking about no, no, four no, last, times? Sometime last year. I don't know. Are you oh. just trying to catch him in a lie? <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think this story's bullshit. <laughs> I think this, this guy's high right he's now. He's high as a kite. <laughs> it was a scam. Well, it's not like, you know, like... I'm sure in like a year from now when she's hooked on pot, um, she's going to be like, why won't you get stoned with me? There's a distance between us because I wake up and take gravity bong hits and then all day I'm high as shit and you're sober and you're going to be wishing that you were also just like constantly looking for weed and buying weed and like going through the drawer. Um, So maybe for the sake of your marriage, you should just start smoking every day. 
I mean, at the very least, this is something to think about the first time you try weed alone when you're having way too much, that maybe the, your wife's going to leave you if you don't do it. That's just something to, like, really think hard about while you're alone trying weed for the first time. Uh, I don't know. I may, now I'm, like, much more nervous about it. So thank, thanks for that. Well, you know what's going to cure that up at all? Getting high. <laughs> the moment you get high and you're like, yeah, well, this fixed my problems. Let me start thinking about my problems. That's when you're going to wish you never smoked weed. Yeah. But you'll never know until you try it. Good point. Do it. Do, do it, it. Do it. Do it. Does anyone have drugs, any edible drugs, weed? Drugs. Drugs. Thank you, Wes. Yeah, but, uh, but, but, but definitely don't smoke weed. It's terrible. Thanks. I think weed's been, like, weaponized. What? I think weed's gotten, like, you know, like, tomatoes have, like... How many like, of those th- videos have you watched? A lot of them. <laughs> um, real quick, if you're looking for a good... Uh, rabbit hole of YouTube videos, Google uh, the moon's not real. Yeah, the moon's a hologram. Yeah, the, well, there's a whole slew of them that it's or a hologram. Hollow. Yeah, hollow it or rings it's a like spaceship. A yeah. oh, Tim's out of here. <laughs> I mean... But, I, no, no, but I think weed has like, gotten to the point where it's only for people who smoke all day, every day. And if you have, like, if you're like a... Like, imagine if, like, all of a sudden Coors Light over the course of, like, 10 years became, like, 150 proof. <laughs> like, I kind of think that's what weed has become. Like, you can't just can get, like, that, shit yeah. weed. I have, like, one hit of weed, and I, like, see the face of God, and he's crying, and it just sucks. <laughs> you got to try it, Wes. Cool. So uh, we're just going to wait for a few more people to get in here, and then we'll get started. <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. Are we going to wrap it up? Yeah, I think we're yeah, That's we're the only question. Those are, those are my favorite parts. You don't have any more questions? No. There aren't many people here, Dan. <laughs> Thank you, each and every one of you, for coming. Yeah, we had to pay that man. He was an actor. (laughs) Uh, Wes was nice enough to send in a couple other questions. (laughs) Do you have Wes's other questions? Yeah. Let's do one more. more, Wes, come on back up. Come on back up, Wes. Come on. I wonder how many people right now are like, like, I know it said like two hours on the Fuck. <laughs> I didn't think that was serious. Which one do you want the other one? Which one would you prefer? Um, that one's fine. I, we, I have a lot have of questions about this one. Oh, okay. uh, is this, is we this have go? to be quiet while the song plays so that the, um, the copyright bots can get it gotcha. and take it down. <laughs> Dear Tim and Tom, my name is Wes. And I'm not a big fan of small talk with the people I work with. I work in the tech industry in a clean room assembling complex complex machines that uh, turn silicon wafers into microchips. It sounds more interesting than it is. <laughs> That's not saying much. <laughs> it, it basically amounts to assembling very expensive, very complicated IKEA furniture. They bring us all the parts, and we follow the instructions to put it together. There's a little more to it than that, but there's not much. My coworkers are fine. Uh, we get along well, but we're not friends. I don't like being forced to small talk with people all day long, but I can get by on the little interaction I have with most of my co-workers. My problem is the guy I work closest with. He's not going to hear this, right? No. No, he's deaf. 
We're in the same area most days, and he's a really nice guy, but we have very little in common. Even when he brings up the few shared interests we have, like certain TV shows or video games, it's obvious to me that uh, we like them for very different reasons but, and don't really have much to discuss. He's younger than me. I'm 31. I would guess he's probably 22 or 23. That's p- potentially something you could ask him. I hear him talking <laughs> to other coworkers often. And his other interests seemed to be almost exclusively sports, college mostly, and occasionally strip clubs, neither of which interest me in the slightest. Unfortunately, the work we do doesn't require that much con- concentration, so most people are talking to each other all day anyway. I would say it's closer to working construction than working in an office. Like I said, he's a nice guy, so I don't want to be mean to him. But we really have nothing in common, and I don't want to be forced small talk with him all day, every day. Especially when it's pretty obvious to me that our personalities don't match. What should I do? Freak him out. <laughs> How? I don't know. Let's start have like a folder that you actually drop in, like pictures of him fall out of it or something like that. <laughs> and really quickly put him back in and <laughs> never bring it up again. <laughs> but always have the folder with you. <laughs> He'll shut the fuck up pretty quick. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Wes. And that'll do it for us. That was a HeadGum Podcast.